Are we live and in action? We are live and in action. Good. It feels good to be back recording. I feel like I haven't recorded. It's been, it's really been a minute. It feels good. <laughs> it also feels nice that we're in a good environment. Like, yeah. we're not having to worry about a dishwasher or something sound crazy going cra- on. Yeah. Yeah. Or the sound <laughs> yeah. sounding really crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, it feels good. It feels good. Well, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. This I is, I never see. Welcome, welcome. I, I remember you always doing. trying to turn something into a hunching song. Like you just. No, that's a good. I've never heard that before in my life. You, I'm, I'm going to go back to the episode where you. Please do. Okay. Because I've, I've never, I don't recall saying that at all. But welcome to the Message 24 podcast. I am one half of this podcast, um, Lakaya, a.k.a. Um, Sincerely Danny on the gram. Yes. And I am the second half of this great podcast. And my name is James. And everywhere else, I'm known as Coach James. So. Mr. James. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> James by family. <laughs> Daddy James. Uh, to who? <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> Do not start. Do not start it up. All right. So our in the DM for this week is going to be centered around what we've learned since being in a relationship. Um, we have been together for almost two years now. Yeah, I think we're going to keep saying almost two years because it's like one of those things where we know it's com- it's getting close it'll be it's right around the corner it'll be two years in july yeah so yeah almost we're we're right there at it we're knocking the door yeah open up so <laughs> we'll be there we'll be there soon um so do you want to jump in or do you want me to start let's go back and forth so okay like, i have no wanna... idea what i'm gonna say okay so kind of if you out. have if you have some things wrote out you know uh-huh. i just come and just, just talk off the top of my head. I feel so it, I feel it. Well, I would say for me, like the first thing has been time management. Mm. Time management is very, very important because you're doing stuff and I'm doing things and I want to make sure that we have enough time for each other. Yeah. So I really had to learn that it is very important to be able to manage both of our times, be able to look at both of our schedules. And I think we talked about this in a We talked about it on the on episode. the date night episode. Yeah. So if you want to hear more about that, you can go back to definitely, listen to that episode. Definitely uh, check that one out. Yeah. Um the the next one is like Uh oh, don't blow it down on I'm the, not on the set. <laughs> blowing them oxtail from yesterday. You want to be a musician badly, so badly. I swear you do. Blow it, blow it down. I want to sit. I'm going to drink my water. Oh, my gosh. Okay, but the, the next, the, I guess the next thing was that I learned was two is better than one. Mm. So, okay. if you have if both of us working together, both of us, like, partnering up we can accomplish a lot more than just me trying to do everything or you trying to do everything Mm -hmm. that was something that I really learned and yes from I guess uh, a financial standpoint because I'm big on that yeah but also just on a help standpoint like a work together standpoint like if you're good at cooking and Which I'm, we know that I am. Yes, you are great at cooking. Thank you. Thank you. 
you being the cooker, I can wash the dishes. Yes. Or uh, I know you don't like to fold up clothes. Hate it. So I can fold the clothes or vice versa. I don't really, I'm not a big fan of cooking. So it kind of balances <laughs> out. So you got two people and y'all working together. It's a lot, lot easier than or just, just one. trying to do everything yourself, trying to cook, trying to do this, trying to do that. And you just scrambling everywhere when you have a partner makes things easy especially if one has strengths mm-hmm. to your weaknesses like that that really really balances out things so. well I feel like your stuff is so well thought out I, <laughs> I, well, I, I, I I'm trying to be better about like coming to this shit and providing some some value well I think you add a lot of value yeah. um I wrote the outline I still well I feel like I feel like I've, I definitely have learned a lot since being in a relationship. I've learned a lot about myself. Um, I've learned that being in a relationship can be uncomfortable sometimes because it forces you to deal with things that you might not otherwise deal with if you weren't with somebody, if that makes okay. sense. Like if, when I am in a mood a lot of times I just don't feel like talking and it's because I have a hard time expressing myself, Mm -hmm. but being in a relationship, that's not fair to you for me to just be like, you know, like leave me alone. Like I just, I mean, sometimes I might just want to just generally be like, not generally genuinely be left alone, (laughs) but I have learned that I have to actually sit with why do I feel this way? And I need to understand why I feel this way. So then I can like, let you know what is is going on for me. So it definitely has pushed me to work on my emotional intelligence. I have to use a feelings wheel. I think I told you uh, the feelings wheel is the feelings wheel. Oh, maybe, maybe I haven't, but it's one of those things my therapist um, told me about. Maybe I can just look up some of the things to share with other people who, might feel like they lack emotional intelligence. I don't think, honestly, they're... Lacking emotional intelligence sounds so bad, but I think it's just one of those things, once you recognize it, it's just like, okay, I am very highly intelligent when it Mm -hmm. comes to knowledge, and I just know a bunch of random shit, but when it comes to expressing my emotions and how I feel, that's something I struggle with, because I just, I didn't grow up in a house where people were like, well, why do you feel this way? You know, one of those things, so... Sorry. No, go ahead, baby. I think a very important part of that is definitely acknowledging it. Like, if you can't acknowledge it, then it's going to be tough to actually express how how you're feeling. Yeah, so... That's one of the things with me. Um, so basically, you can just Google feelings wheel, and it has like different categories. So it has bad, fearful, angry, disgusted, sad, happy, surprised. So if you are feeling angry, it has an attachment to, okay, do you feel let down? Do you feel humiliated? Do you feel bitter? Do you feel mad, aggressive, frustrated, distant, or critical? So if you were saying you're angry, but you're angry because, wow, I really needed somebody to show up for me and they didn't show up that way, you're feeling let down. And maybe you also are feeling let down because that you feel like that person betrayed you a little bit. Like, hey, you said you were going to do this for me, but you didn't actually show up for me the way that I needed you to. Or if you're feeling happy, Um, Are you feeling happy because you are proud? Are you feeling happy because you're confident? So it literally just takes that one like 
small emotion and it helps you figure out, okay, like why do, am I actually feeling this way? So sometimes when I feel like I don't have the language for stuff where I'm just feeling a certain type of way, I have to just look through this and it kind of helps me sort through, um, why I'm feeling a certain type of way. That is a great tool that I wish <laughs> I knew about. Um, Baby, I thought I told you about the today. feelings wheel. I'll share it with you. No, I have had no clue about this, but this is like that that will is doing the communication for you almost. Like it, or it's helping it's really helping you with your communication skills. Yeah. Because like if you if you are just saying, I'm so angry, I'm I'm pissed off. Got <laughs> me fucked up. Oh, oh shit. Now I'm about to get this my dang phone <laughs> flying everywhere. But no, if if you can't explain why you're angry or you can't explain your feelings, that is that is a, a bad way to be. You're going to struggle in a relationship to communicate that. So. And I, I think I struggled why. a lot in the beginning of our relationship because I, I couldn't. And, and I think it's even more frustrating when you are someone who is very intelligent to not be able to explain how you feel it's just very very frustrating like I, I don't know how to explain it but if, if anybody else relates to that like you will understand what I mean like you can you can be the smartest person ever but when it comes to telling somebody how you feel you you can't do it and that's something that I struggle with and that's something that I had to learn in a relationship like I can't do that because it's not fair to you it's it's ultimately not fair to myself because it's it's making me feel worse about myself because I can't tell you how I feel um so I think that's one of the really um big things about myself that I learned in being in a relationship um can I piggyback on of course of course baby uh what you said Going back to you saying I'm like I can be so smart or like so uh, gifted, but if you have all that talent and you have all that I guess technical background, mm-hmm. um, I can agree to that or I can agree with you on that because like I have the 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 technical background and yeah. I can do all the math and science and you got the writing and all of that stuff, but like when it comes to actually, I got that science too. Yeah, so I got that math. That math ain't, ain't it, it, it got me. Y'all don't got it. I can count money. It's like you can. It's like you can get so caught up in that and be so good at that. But it's like those simple, basic skills, the communication skills, we, like we lack. Yeah, or you can lack if you're good at those things. So, I definitely like that. Will like I think that's. Yeah, I think good. maybe I'll add a link to that into. Um, the description of this episode. Matter of fact, let me make a link. Yeah, let me make a note. To, you about to help a lot of people with <laughs> shout explaining. Out, shout out to my therapist because <laughs> she gets me. Like I remember, I was telling her something was wrong, and she's like, "Why do you feel this way?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Like I don't know." And she pulled it up. She pulled up the will for me, and she also made me understand that like I am not the only person in the world who can't, who has a hard time expressing themselves. I feel like a lot of us. Um, Again, not all, but I'm sure many of us didn't grow up in households where if we were crying or something, let's like, let's just really work through this. Why do you feel this way? And What's going on? With I you? can't let you. Uh, luckily, I have parents who. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's that. that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying all of us. Um, I guess there are a lot of families that have to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think when I was younger, if I was crying or something, my mom would be like, you know, like, what's wrong? Like, whatever, whatever. But if I was 
if I was frustrated or had like a, a attitude when I got home or something, she would take that as me having like an attitude with her. But it's like, it's not really you. Internally, it's, what's going on? Yeah, it's really somebody at school has said something to me to hurt my feelings or whatever. And I don't know how to come express, th- express that, that to right. you. Right. And you're taking it as, you know, I'm coming home and I'm, you know, have an attitude with you and you don't work 12 hours. You came home and cooked for me and I'm sitting here with an attitude and you think I'm upset with you, but, <laughs> but I'm not upset with you. I'm upset Damn, about work all day. Yeah. This with the shit I gotta do. And, and that's why I say I never fought my mom. Cause she did the best that she could do. Well, she, I, I think I told you if I had to come home to three kids after working 12 hours and they was hollering and crying, I probably would have killed myself. So I don't even, you know what I'm saying? She, <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine. Like I really cannot imagine having to come home to three kids after working twelve hours, and you have to cook, clean up, get make and lunch, got an and they got an attitude. You. I probably would have jumped off of a building. So like, kudos to her. But yeah. as an adult, I now understand. Like maybe that's where this stems from. And I know that when I have kids, I really want to. If they have a bad day and they just don't want to talk to me when they come home, you can do that. I don't know about it. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely want to give my kids that freedom. Like, if you come home and you've had a bad day and you say, Mom, I don't want to talk to you right now, I will talk to you later, do that. Can I Can – I, I think I'm going to ask at least – I want to know why. Like, I, I, mean, I don't want that – I don't want that to just be free will. Like, I think it should. you come home and just do whatever. I, I don't agree with that. I don't think there's anything wrong. If a kid comes home and they're like, I just have had a bad day. I don't want to talk right now. Okay, well, you come talk to me later this afternoon when you feel like you want to share with me what's going on. Me badgering you doesn't necessarily help the situation at all. Well, I so. at least need to hear I've had a rough day. Something's going on. Like I mean, that's fine. And if that's if that's what they choose to share, then that's cool. But so I'm you saying like they just come in, storm in. I don't want to talk, and that's it. Like, okay, if you come in, I don't want to talk. I'm going to say, are you okay? Yes. Okay, if you're okay. Was there something that happened today? Like, I I need to at least get get something. I mean, I need some 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 information. I don't want to. I don't want to pull anything out of anybody until they're they ready to tell talk. Me though. I, I agree with you to a certain extent. Like, but, they don't got to tell me everything, but I do need to at least know that something happened. Like, I, I mean, that's the know. point in asking, are you okay? Like, are you okay? Because if you say no, then I'm going to need more information. If you are okay uh, and you just need a second, cool, take all the time you need. But if you tell me no, you're not okay, I kind of need to know a little bit about what's going on now so I can help fix the situation. But if you technically are okay, you just kind of had a shitty day and you just need a second, cool, take the time you need, come talk to me. Maybe after you done took a shower, took a nap, got a snack, something like, come talk to me. But What's your limit? Let's say I do this for four days. Well, it's not going to go on that long. I'm going to give you... <laughs> I just feel like if you don't want to talk about it that day, like I would want to talk about it like the next day. And okay. it maybe if you don't so feel comfortable, I think so. But because kids be killing themselves and shit like, it, you know what I'm saying? I, you don't want to let stuff oh, go. That's why I need to know. Go something. too far. But also you don't want to push the child too far and they don't want to tell you nothing. So I think, yeah. Max, I would give it a day like, you know, to the next day, like, hey, like, have you had a time to kind of you know process what you're feeling like if you don't feel comfortable talking to me i can 
arrange for you to meet with like a, a therapist or something so that you can talk to like I don't want therapy to be taboo in our home like I will be very open with our kids that I see a therapist and if that's something that they feel like they want or need to do then that is a completely an option for them like if right. you don't feel comfortable sharing with me which I hope our kids would feel comfortable like I want to create that type of atmosphere and environment but if they don't feel that way then okay cool you don't have to talk to me right now let's set you up with this person that's so that you can talk to because you need to talk to somebody but I don't think like badgering your kids is like the answer but also not trying to figure out what's going on is also not the answer so it has to be like a happy medium medium in between but I'm not gonna take it as immediately as is something I did if a kid comes home and they haven't added kids be having stuff going kids are fucking mean yeah, so I was laughing at uh, this instance. I was coming home, and I saw these this parents, uh, her daughter, mm-hmm. they were walking home uh, or walking to their place, and I laughed because I'm like, that parent probably has no clue what that kid has gotten into for like the past six hours. Mm-mm. Like it, <laughs> no every idea. day varies. From, no idea. It really varies. Like yeah. you could have a really bad day, or you could have a really good day. Yeah. Or you could have done something really crazy mm-hmm. and nobody would ever know. You have no idea. So that's why I'm saying like some days I come home, I just, I don't know why I'm like this, but I'm like this. As soon as I walk to the door, I do not be wanting to talk. I just need a second to like, whoo, just gather myself. Even if I had a good day, I'd just be like, I just need whew, a second. So if my kid come home and be like, I just need a second. Cool. It's in the jeans. Love you. It's in Do the that. I mean, it probably is. I just be needing a second. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like my body trying to transition from being outside and having to deal with a bunch of people to now knowing I'm home and I'm in a safe space. Mm-hmm. Dang, you know what? I think that's what it is. I think, wow, that's crazy. That's really crazy. That's really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I don't know if I've shared this on this podcast, but I definitely will share um more about it on some bonus content that we have coming up but I think that's what it is like one thing I'm really working on is trying to be like my authentic self no matter where I'm at and it can be really really hard when you are in predominantly white spaces it's so easy to code switch you don't even realize you're doing it because it's so embedded in you to (laughs) like to do it so I think sometimes when I come home it's like I'm shedding that and just getting back into like me so i think sometimes i need a second to like switch over to switch over i'm really starting to think that's what it is because i've always been like that like except i think when i was like in high school i went to all black high school so that was nothing but i just really when i come in i just need a second to like just who and i'm starting to think that's what it is like i need a second to just be me and that's why i'm really really working hard to try to be my authentic self no matter where I'm at, like I don't need to dilute who I am to make anybody else feel comfortable. And the thing about that is, is I would agree with you, but it's, and you're in a different instance because you're in college and still working through some things, but still in your field. I'm in the least diverse profession in the country. Right. So (laughs) on my end, I'm kind of in a similar situation. Mm -hmm. Very few African-Americans in the field that I'm in. Yeah. So, I think for me, it's more of a professional switch, code switch. So, like, sometimes you can't speak your views on, like, 
like let's say you have a, a certain view about like how women should be treated and like mm-hmm. just things well in a professional realm like that is a subject that just you cannot talk about so if something if someone kind of hints at something or you does should something be able that to talk about it though ticks you or or gets that reaction it's like you really can't it's really it's in that environment you really can't you have to switch it's like it's like one of those things where you can't just be like hey i think this person should be the president this is why like in the professional realm is it is already created for you not to do that so it's already a switch when you come from just being you to mm-hmm. the professional environment now uh then there's the race as well there like i race like some stuff we can't just go in here and say what's up nigga like <laughs> you can't you it's just some stuff you can't that's even another so it's like you got the professional block and then you got the it's it's a lot of blocks i mean that you have to as far as the race block goes when i say code switching for me mm-hmm. a court well, I be saying nigga around some of my white friends, and it is what it is. You can't say yeah. it. I can say it. Yeah, I say yeah. it often. And it's like, at first I wasn't saying it, but I can say it. You just can't say it. So what I'm going to not say it for. No, of course I'm not going to say it at work because that's just like. Okay, so you would agree that that's a. Yeah, like okay. I'm not okay. going to do that at work. But around my, like, people that I'm cool and I don't. There, I, <laughs> I don't have a lot of white friends per se. There are a lot of, like, white people that I know. Um, but if I felt like, yeah, sometimes I, sometimes I'd be saying it like, and I have to, I I do catch myself sometimes like, okay, maybe I shouldn't say it that much, (laughs) but if you are my friend and I feel comfortable with you, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it. You just, you better not say it. (laughs) And if somebody that you know is white and they do say, I expect you as my friend to be an ally and to check them like, hey, you don't need to be saying this. You're going to say this. You can't be around me and saying that. That's what I expect for them to do. Um, But I think more so for me, when I say code switching, I notice that my voice is even lighter when I talk to white people. I don't sound anything like me. I I speak a lot quieter when I when I'm around white people um, because I don't. And it's not even something I'm doing consciously. It's just like it just happens like because it's it's just something ingrained in us as black people for how we can survive and navigate through society is by assimilating to white culture and the things that they deem as the standard um so that's just something I've been trying to you know I, I catch myself like if I'm talking a little bit different I'm like no that's not how I sound that's not that's, that's not, not how you. I talk that's not me um and as far as like politics go I don't think I just said that no I get it I get it I get it but I know for me like when it comes the time for me to you know really enter the field like when I'm a doctor honestly, it's important for me to know somebody's political views, especially with the climate that we have going on right now. It's so much, it's a lot bigger than just like being a Democrat and being a Republican. Like, and, um, (laughs) we kind of got off topic about what we learned in relationships. I got got another one. But, um, that kind of moves into like the whole Roe versus Wade documents, like being leaked right now. Like it, it's, it's about women's rights. Like it's about human, it's 
human rights right now. So it's so much bigger than that. So for me, it is kind of important to know where a company stands on stuff like that. Because if you are a company who is pro overturning Roe versus Wade, I will not fucking work there. I will not fucking be there. If you are a company who is anti-Black um, Lives Matter, will not be working there. If you are a company who is anti-LGBTQIA+, will not be working there. That shit, like stuff like that to me is important. That's what I stand for. Those are my morals. Those are my values. Because if you don't stand for, if you don't stand for something like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you, there has to be something that you were like, okay, this this is is too, this is the line for me. Like, if I was ever at a job or somebody said something about black people, somebody said something about people um, in the LGBTQIA plus community, um, any other minority women mm-hmm. i'm gonna say something mm-hmm. it might not be the, the first thought that comes to my head which is probably gonna be to cuss them out but it might be let me go talk to the manager like let me just let you know what's going on here yeah. so like i agree but i think with the way that the world is now in order for me to feel safe in order for me to feel comfortable i kind of need to know these things like gotcha. That that's just kind of um, my thought on that. I don't even know how we got there, but yeah, that was deep. It was, was it was super <laughs> deep. I don't even know how it got there. I really don't. Okay. Well, I do have another thing that I've learned. Uh, I I think I, I really don't know how we got there. I, I really don't either. Um, but I guess in my notes, I have learned uh, when learn when to do something and when to not do something. Mm-hmm. So I think timing has to do with that but also just learning how to gauge your partner um and this piggybacks off of when you get home from work (laughs) and you need a second to decompress even though i am a busy body busy body and am always energetic yes um, like a pussy I mean that respectfully. I don't mean that disrespectfully, but like puppies are like ah. just ready to see. Yes. yes. Um, so yeah, you have to observe your partner, learn how they um, are not learn, but see how they are in certain situations. So if I tell, if I can tell you're tired, I don't need to be trying to annoy the shit out of you or even though I still will you still say you definitely still do but okay but just observing those things and making sure that timing is a thing too because let's say we're both exhausted Mm -hmm. um we don't need to be shooting a podcast if we're both just completely exhausted I think it was one night uh, specifically where we were working on some stuff mm-hmm. and I was having issues with the audio and the tech. Oh yeah. I remember, that, was, I remember that. Yeah. So you had just got out of the shower. I was fucking frustrated. Yeah. Cause I'm like, what the hell is going on with the mm-hmm. audio? This shit should be right. Yeah. And so we can't, you came and you was like, uh, you know, baby, I don't think this is a, the greatest idea. I think we should just, you know, call it a night Yes. <laughs> and push it to the next. So I think, to the next day so yeah i definitely think uh learning how your partner uh, is in certain times and timing things to where you're being what they need yes in that in that moment yes 
th- that's something I I was gonna say as well. Um, being what your partner needs is important in the capacity that you were able to do so. Um, I think we might have talked about this on an episode earlier, but knowing your partner's love language and knowing that sometimes what your partner needs from you might change as they enter different stages of their lives. Like what they needed from you when you first got together might look very different than what they need five years into a relationship. Mm -hmm. So just being able to pivot and to understand that and to, you know, show up for them. It might look different in a way you want them to show it for you, but still in the same like capacity, like the equivalent for what they're doing for you. You need to at minimum be able to do that for them. There might be times where you kind of have your own shit going on and you and you can't, mm-hmm. um, but I think that you should express that to your partner so they don't feel like you're just neglecting them for no reason. But if you have like some your your own stuff going on and you can't even show up for you, then how can you show up for somebody else? But if you feel like you can't show up for that person the way that they need you to at that time, I think you should just be able to say like, hey, I it's not you, it's really me. I got my own shit going on right now. I do understand that what you need from me is important, even if you aren't able to give that to them at that time. All right. Um, and so. and I, I have something, I guess, kind of to add. We've talked about what we've learned in the relationship, mm-hmm. but there are things that you can be currently learning mm-hmm. in a relationship and are in our relationship and I'm currently learning one that you just mentioned uh understanding your partner's love language so I am still learning your love language and I guess what I mean by that is the way that we receive love is a little differently Mm -hmm. and the way I want to show love I still have to understand that that may not be the way that you receive love. Mm-hmm. And so that has been one thing that I am currently learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, it, you can be a bit stubborn because it's like, this is how I really receive love. So you should be able to receive love that way. But yeah. that is not how relationships work. And if no. you don't, if you're not able to um, make that transition, I think you're going to have some issues. And I've seen it with like, other relationships like uh, one person may say hey this is what I need from you this is how I receive love let's say it's from gifts well if that person isn't you know doing anything to give you gifts but they are always hugging you or uh, touching you Mm -hmm. that kind of sounds weird Uh, but I know (laughs) what you mean (laughs) yeah if they're doing those things but not doing the thing that you need from them it's that person is probably not gonna be with that person uh long term yeah they can't make that transition Mm. so i I think that's that's big you should be you should have learned some things and you should be currently learning some things too yeah i agree i think i'm still i'm still learning you too i don't think i ever want to stop learning you because i know that you will continue to grow as a person and I should I will be continuously growing as a person so we will still have things to learn about each other um I know for you one of your biggest love languages is quality time and physical touch and I don't mean like sexual physical touch but you love to like hug me and kiss me you always want me like close to you 
And prior to being in a relationship, that is some shit that I hated. I did not want people all up on me. I did not want people all in my personal space. But the more comfortable I got with you and I learned that this is something that you need from me, it has low-key turned into one of my love languages now. Like, I need that from you as well because I just have grown accustomed to us, like, being cheek to cheek. Yeah, Yeah. like, you want to put your cheek on my cheek. I didn't want to do that. (laughs) I didn't want to do that. Steph, give me a kiss, though. Give me another kiss. <laughs> okay, one more. You're crazy. <laughs> this is what I mean. You're crazy. But that has become one of my love languages, and I know that you you need that for me. And I know that quality quality time is important to both of us, though. But I'm still learning you, and still figuring out the best way to to show you love in the way that you receive love as well. You're, I don't think. You're very vocal about what you need a lot, so it's a lot of like observations for me to like. Hmm, does he like this? Does he like that? Like, cause you don't tell me. Like, so well, I'm also, and this is crazy, cause I know some of the things that I love, but there's always gonna be this sense of just like you said, you figured out that you also have that love. Like yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm still learning myself. Mm. So. There's gonna be something. I'm I'm pretty cut and dry. I'm not the most like extravagant guy, so to speak. So I'm still learning myself. Yeah. Um, so as we have different experiences, we try different things. Like I'd be like, oh shit, I really love this. Like, yeah. I think one of my current love languages has been, and it's kind of yours too. You kind of introduced me to this. I do. Uh, yes, like games. Um, oh. So our love language. Is it okay for me to share this on? Because uh, some people, this is exclusive, so I don't know if we need to. What's exclusive? What we do? The fun, the fun. Oh God! Yes, you can. <laughs> tell. I'm about to tell this shit. Hold on, what you about to say? So, <laughs> yeah, we get we get busy on fun run. Oh, we get active three. on fun run. Yes, fun busy run three. And he be out there buying coins so that he can become. A, <laughs> what you want to be a zebra or a fox? A, what you trying to be a frog? You trying to be a frog? That, that I'm trying to be a phoenix. Fire. That <laughs> shit like a million coins, but thirty dollars in real life. No, exactly. And I I don't doubt that you up there secretly buying coins. I'm about to pop out with the phoenix. I'm not gonna hold you. Well, if you do, I will know that you. Uh, I've been racking up. I've been. I be playing at home. Yeah, we joke. We joke around and say that we're gonna. Uh, <laughs> While we're in our free time, gonna be playing against other people to build up our coins. No, I do be doing that. Each other. Like when well, I was I getting my hair done, shit. I was okay, getting busy. Just when I get that frog, <laughs> I have the phoenix before you have the frog. You. That fucking frog is fire. I had the phoenix before you have the frog. Yes. So, all right. Well, I think that was a good for in the DM. I, we, sure. not I. We have a new segment. We have a new segment that we are trying out. Um, We are going to let Help Center sit where uh, it is at for a while. Um, You can still feel free to send us things on message24pod at gmail.com, but we are moving into some different segments. So this new segment is basically going to be called Sound On. And this is where we share a song that we've been listening to all week, um, a song that kind of describes our mood or not describes our mood, just a song that maybe has been stuck in our head. Um, It could be a new song, it could be an old song, it could be whatever. So 
For those that are watching on YouTube, unfortunately, you will not be able to hear the song. If you want to hear the song, you will need to head over to um, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts to listen to our audio because we is not about to get sued. So We're not losing no money. No. So uh, I can go first, I guess, because I already got my song pulled up yeah i need to pull mine up uh you can type it in it'll only take a second but this is a song i have been listening to all week it's not necessarily my mood because i love my man but this song has been stuck in my head i cannot get it out of my head it is f and f let's go by glorilla and for the girls who know you know so i'ma just i'ma just let y'all i'ma just let it breathe for a second so y'all can hear it F R E E fuck nigga free. That mean I ain't gotta worry about no fuck nigga cheating. And I'm N G L E again outside hanging out the window with my wretched ass friends. R E E fuck nigga free. Okay, I'm a I'm a I'm a. This is the song of the summer for real. It's really the, the beat, song of the, the beat summer. Uh huh. Hanging out the window with my wretched ass friends. It's real ghetto. I love it. It's real ghetto. Okay, you can stop now. Alright, so gonna, That is that's my song for for the week. I cannot stop listening to it. It has a hold and a good grip on me. It got a good grip on me. Yes. Where is uh going to YouTube? It's not on Apple it's not on iTunes? I think this is off a of mixtape. Oh, okay. So Okay. So this is my song. Hmm. And this is a little savage because yours was a, a bit a bit toxic. Oh, so I, got I don't think tox- it's toxic. Toxic toxicity. She said she fuck nigga free. That ain't toxic. Yeah, she got him a buffer. Oh yeah, she. This is toxic though. This this is a uh, tic tac by Future and Lil Uzi. I don't know if y'all are familiar uh, with Baby Pluto. That was a mixtape. I don't know when it came out, but it's been some years ago. But this is when Uzi was like a rock star. He was on uh, his. He was on his shit. Wait, no, this that mixtape didn't come out that long ago. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Um, Baby Pluto. Yeah, that song didn't come out that long ago. Yeah, it it that mixtape didn't come out that long ago. Why you got it so? See, Uzi was going stupid. Yeah, no, this isn't. I'm trying to baby find. Pluto? Yeah, baby Pluto came out. Damn, it came out 2020. Yeah, so that was what two years ago. So wow, time is moving. So that is on uh, Apple. Yeah, it, it is, is on, on Apple. Apple. Yeah, I did not know it came out in 2020. Wow. Uzi went stupid, and Future went stupid on this song. So. This is that was my Uzi uh, Road more on this song. The future did, but nah, future future kind of came in crazy. I don't know if you, you listened. To I have, part, but, but Uzi still got it. Yeah, Uzi, Uzi Uzi came in a little bit harder. He definitely went stupid on this, but yeah, that was my my week started off um, with pretty much me starting a new job. So <laughs> um, I had to be in hype mode. Yeah, um, and that that song really turned turned me up this week. So. Now they got you where you need to go. They got me. 
All right, so that's our sound on segment. Uh, this is our first day debuting that, so hopefully by the next episode we will have it together. Yeah, hopefully we won't <laughs> be scrambling and, <laughs> to get and it done. This was our first time doing it, but you get the gist. You see how it's gonna go. Um, we'll you know each play a song or two that we've been listening to all week. So that's that for that. I love you. Please. This is our song together. Right? No, you didn't. I don't. You didn't, you didn't memorize your part. You didn't teach me the part. <laughs> we never had a part to the song. All right, so we time is moving, so we can do. Whew, we can do maybe one or two center deletes for the week. But yeah, we could do one or two. So Just do one and keep it simple. Okay, I don't know which one I want to do though. So <laughs> okay, well, two of I these. Like the first one. Two. Yeah, but the second one goes into that one. So there was a tweet I saw on Twitter. Um, first, first of all, it was a TikTok, and it was this woman and her husband, and the caption was something like, "Don't let anybody tell you that relationships can't work after cheating." <laughs> and somebody quoted it and was like, "I wish y'all would stop telling all of your business on Twitter," because they were thinking that her husband cheated on her, but she cheated on her husband, and he stayed with her. So. People were like, guys, I guess, were like, well, I would never do that. This, 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 that, and the third. And this girl tweeted, and she was like, well, a lot more men stay after they women cheat than they let, like, let y'all alone to believe. They just don't tell nobody. They don't tell their friends. They don't tell their family. They don't tell nobody. So that was that part. And then I saw another post today um that said men aren't strong enough to handle the truth just lie to us i don't care what he says to convince you to tell him the truth just lie so those two things kind of go ahead a little bit so do you think a lot more men stay after their partner cheats than they let on it's funny that you mentioned that men never talk about that to all of the fellas that I'm cool with, and to any male that I have ever met, I have never in my life heard anyone mention that their girl cheated on them. They're not going to tell you. And that they're still with them. I, that has never been a conversation. It's yeah. not a barbershop conversation. It's not a just, I'm with my boys conversation. It's not going to be. That ain't never going to be no conversation. That doesn't mean it never has happened, though. Oh, that it, it don't mean it hasn't happened, but I will. I, <laughs> niggas is not talking about that ever. And it probably, I don't, I don't that, think that'll ever. That's why that, she that's said That's never that. been a conversation. That's why she was like, never it happens a lot more than y'all know because men just don't talk about it. And I think it's funny because it's embarrassing, it's embarrassing either way it go. If a man should a woman embarrassing a woman to the man embarrassing either way you paint it it don't look good but women women don't talk about it but that's the thing women will talk about it and then still go back with the person yeah. granted you probably shouldn't because it's equally as embarrassing for you to get on the internet and talk about how shitty of a person your partner is and then two months later you back with them yeah. either way it's kind of embarrassing but i think it was funny that people were saying like a lot of women actually do cheat on men and the men stay with them because I have always thought that men cannot handle what they do to women. That's why this post about just lie was interesting to me because sometimes men can do like the most outrageous stuff to women and they will take them back. Don't let a woman just go get a drink 
with a man. He ready to like Kill. cry. He leaving voice messages. He tracking the car. He just acting just snotting and crying on himself. Like it's just it's just a lot. Why do you think that is? Why do you think if a woman even does something close to what a man does, he cannot handle it? Simple answer is ego. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. We have a certain ego that we have to uphold. Mm-hmm. And if we have something that happens to us that disrespects our ego versus us disrespecting <laughs> someone else's ego. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. It's like night and day. <laughs> it's literally like night and day. Like, you want to <laughs> it's cool to be savage until savage turns the wrong Take way. You. So, yeah, I, I think, yeah, it, it's hard to handle. It's hard. It's really, it would be really hard to handle. It, it, and we don't, it, we, males are these tough, tough individuals. Mm-hmm. But when some shit go down and it goes the wrong way, it's like, damn. You sick. I, I, yes, because <laughs> it's like you already tough, and then like somebody got past your toughness, mm-hmm. like or got at you. Like how did they, they get got, at they me? Got they get how back. did they get at me? They nah. got their get back. So That's what I always say. Get your get back. It's definitely a, it's definitely <laughs> ego. For sure. I mean that makes sense because just like the song where he was like that nigga was in the bathtub fully clothed crying. If you creep it on the low, please don't tell me because my heart can't take it anymore. Like <laughs> if. I don't want to say this because I don't want to put me and you in this situation, but do you think most men would want to know if their significant other was doing some crazy shit? Because some niggas saying, just lie. Just lie, don't tell me, because I can't handle it. No, I would want to know, but I'm in a more of a a more mature mentality like, mm-hmm. and headspace. If I was doing some fucked up shit... <laughs> I would not want you to tell me you was doing some fucked up <laughs> <laughs> because that shit would have me. That shit would have me tight. Not even gonna hold you, but but like now, like if you was doing some fucked up shit, just let me know. Cause I I, might, I wouldn't do that, but I know what you, that's why I said I didn't want to use us as an example. Right, but right, I'm just I saying, wanted to talk about it. It's a it's a mentality state. So if you a mature male, first of all, you not you not treating somebody like shit. No, anyways. But it, <laughs> it just depends on what mental state you're in. I just think it's just so funny, like, when men do horrible stuff to women and they even do a fraction, or just a sliver of what it is. You, you, they, she, every whole bitch whore in the book, but yeah. you was none of that when you was out. This nose ring did not like me anyway, but you wasn't none of that when you was out doing all right. There it go. I, I, I knew it was slipping. coming, I knew it was coming. Y'all, I'm not telling y'all this because I don't want nobody to know my secret. So it's cool. <laughs> no, no, I think I might share it on our Patreon. I might, but I'm not sharing it up here right now. Anyway, I just thought that was an interesting conversation that I just I have always found crazy because men really cannot handle it. Like they yeah. cannot handle it. 
I seen so many girls on TikTok who will be sharing like that they baby daddy was cheating on them or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. When they got they look back, them niggas was snotting crying, like in the car crying. Please. That hurts your soul. But you but you done did that times twelve. Now you sick. It's like now you got a loyal one. You like I got a lawyer one. I can do what the fuck I want to do. And they got your ass. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. you like, dang, now she not. She, she got me back. Yeah, She got that, that lit back. So that's my thing. If, if your significant, this is not healthy advice. So please don't actually listen to it. But if you were a significant other and they cheat on you and you take them back, get your lit back. That's all I'm going to say. Get your lit back. Either way it go, get that lit back. You got to. Off the strength. That's toxic people. No, it, it is. That's what I'm listen. saying. Don't actually listen to it. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I'm saying. Not just a long episode. I'm a, uh, We can wrap it up. <laughs> we can go ahead and wrap it up for this week. Um, thank you all so, so much for tuning in and for listening to us. Thank you for all the reviews we've gotten so far. If you have not, feel free to drop by and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Um spotify we're on all the streaming platforms so wherever you listen to your podcast you can also listen to message 24 um also feel free to follow us on instagram at message 24 pod where we drop snippets behind the scenes different things um uh, is that it Oh, if you are interested in supporting us and also supporting yourself in the process and you own a business and you want to sponsor an episode, uh, feel free to message us at message, not message us, email us at message24pod at gmail.com and we can go over some different options and things like that. Uh, That's it for me. What else do you have, baby? I think we got the Patreon. Oh, yeah, we we have a Patreon coming soon. It is not yet available, but it will be available soon. We will feature lots of bonus content and some segments that you only can get if you are a Patreon subscriber. Um, We'll have different tiers available um, and you also can get some free merch depending on what tier you are subscribed to. Yep, best believe we taking our time to put some quality uh, apparel together. Yes, so some, some quality stuff for y'all. So our true supporters, our true people that's really tapping in with us. Yes. Y'all getting in early. We've heard, yeah. you know, the feedback that we've gotten. Yeah. There's there's a want for bonus content. There's a want for merch. So we are trying to find a way to incorporate both of those things. Like I said, it's on the way. It's in the works. So it will be dropping. It'll be dropping. I am not going to say a date, but just know it's in the works. It's coming. It's coming soon. It's and coming. Yes. We definitely want to uh, thank our listeners. Of course. Um, wherever they're coming from. is <laughs> Denver still got it. Yeah. Denver, Seattle, all those places. We really appreciate y'all. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't for y'all, we really wouldn't have any listeners. So um, we're excited. We're excited for where this podcast is going. Yep. It's been growing very steadily and organically so i i know we both appreciate that and it's only up from here so yeah that's great taking it one step at a time patience that's all we can do ultimately all right well happy wednesday um it's almost friday i've been on my chill shit but happy hunch wednesday happy hunch wednesday happy hunch wednesday happy hunch wednesday you know you want to hit pause on this thing before i hit it and accidentally delete the whole episode no 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 you're not going to delete Who? the episode. All right. You're not All right. delete the episode. You're not. What? Because <laughs> I'm finna hit a button. 
Bye, y'all. We love you. Bye. Have a beautiful time. Hello? Goodbye.